is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. And we're here at Into the Apex on the road in July. The roadshow continues, and today, Bradley and I find ourselves in Pittsburgh. Uh, We are furthering our karting adventures. We're with the guys at Pro Kart Concepts at Pitt uh, International Race Complex, Eric Vukic and Dan Schlosser. I don't think I did. I nailed it. it. That's pretty good. I got got it. Not bad for on the fly live. Uh, Thanks, guys, so much for hosting us here today. And uh, we're going to get into what we're doing uh, today, spending a whole day of karting. Uh, but really, this is just just a really awesome kart complex. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we could have you guys out. Um, it's it's already been a, a little <laughs> bit into the day, and it's been exciting and interest to see where it goes. It's been a little bit of a contest between Bradley and I. Uh, I guess a little today, bit, a little bit, yeah, a lot, lot of, of a lot of. Do we want to say who's faster so far? You, after can, two you sessions? can so far if you I like was. to. I was by a second. I was think. it a second? I think uh, it was. No, don't give him that much. Okay. It was it was point nine. Point nine. Okay. <laughs> point nine. okay. <laughs> there we go. Point nine of a keep second in, faster. Keep it in tenths, not there in go. seconds. There we go. About twenty pounds lighter. Maybe maybe more. Is the, is that a thing? Is weight a thing? Would oh, you guys absolutely. say? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I need to hit the gym if I'm really want to compete. Yep. Or <laughs> we need to weight him up either way. Yeah. We gotta have yeah. a balance of power. Yeah, we do need to be we need something. Balance of performance. Put some weights in Bradley's cart. <laughs> uh, really this is I mean, this is our first time up here at uh, this course in Pittsburgh and it's just a massive place. We're kind of on a hill. It feels like we're back at Watkins Glen again in a way because you've got hills around and you're kind of perched up. Uh, the karting track is something special. Uh, I want to talk about Pro Kart Concepts, and while we're uh, t- chatting here, everybody go to ProKartConcepts.com and take a look. Uh, I want to kind of get really from you guys where this started, uh, getting you guys into this, because I know you've traveled and done some real competitive karting. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, probably – I've, I've actually been in it now for uh, about 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've done everything from uh, run the pro shop at the track. Uh, I used to work mm-hmm. for the track. And uh, so I've been involved in this specific program here for a long time. And uh, almost as long as I've been in the karting business, I've been, Eric and I have been friends. And, and you know, as he came on as a customer a long, long time ago. And, uh, you know, we've been buddies ever since. And um, just, uh, you know some really unique things timing wise hit about a year ago and uh just some some market issues and uh you know and some growth things and uh and it was just one of those spots in time you know it was just right you know eric was crazy enough to think he wanted to get in the motorsports business <laughs> and uh and i was all i was already in it so um you know that, that's how we kind of came together and uh you know really kind of amplified anything we've been doing in the last decade we've it's, it's grown by leaps and bounds in just a handful of months nice so it started was it how old is pro Kart concepts itself so pro Kart concepts is we're we're into month i want to say eight because we, uh. we basically we opened the doors officially the the first of january mm-hmm. but him and i were planning and building um i would say right starting at the beginning of november is when we really dug into to what we were going to do and how we were going to tackle it so it's an extremely young company um but uh, there's there's a lot of uh, passion and experience that's been in the karting world for oh, a lot yeah. longer than that. Mm. 
Well, I know as far as where does your guys' kind of karting career or racing career start? Because you've been coaching us a bit today, Eric, so mine's, quite a bit. Mine's, mine's a little shorter than Dan's. <laughs> um, well, I, I am a motorsport junkie, but in yeah. terms of karting, um, so rewind, I graduated college in 2009. Um, I moved to Maryland for a year. This was, this was my home area. Mm. Um, I moved to Maryland for a year to start up um, – work on starting up a different company um, my, my main business my, my full-time job mm. um, we were down there for a year ended up moving the company back up to this area um, and it was at that time that uh, I finally had some financial resources when I was younger you know I didn't have the money to race right. yeah, um, yeah. you know racing racing is a <laughs> chunk of cash oh yeah that's true um, absolutely but what I will say is what I learned really early on um, was that the the most affordable way to get into motorsport is is karting um and this being the, my home track i ended up hooking up with dan who uh who was the the person who ran the trackside shop and so uh he's been my drug dealer ever since it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to describe it that's yeah, exactly really. what it's like that's true so uh, i like to think of it as a financial reallocation special <laughs> <laughs> that is a good way to look i yeah. mean whether it's real or sim i mean the sim sometimes less depending on the wheel of the pedals you yeah. can think i mean even that's uh, amazingly expensive, but yeah. it's true. I mean, uh, Bradley and I have talked about it on the show a, a whole lot. Uh, our first time karting at an outdoor course was GoPro in Mooresville, uh, and we, we've kind of stepped it up a bit today in, in the experience that we have today, which we'll get into. Uh, but obviously, we started out just in the sim. I mean, well, number one, just as spectators watching on TV, then jumping into the sim to try to scratch that itch, and then really seeking something out more physical and real, and that took us to kind of GoPro. Right. And then really here today and trying to keep getting it up there and getting that experience. And uh, I find that this really does meet that, the physicality of it. And we and we can talk more about it, I'm sure we will, is that Bradley and I found that today it's it looks easy when you watch folks that are good at it go around, but we're there's a lot to learn. It certainly is not as easy as folks make it look. Yeah. I think I think for me, um, that is the part that I I really enjoy is uh despite the fact that I'll wake up sore after a morning of beating myself up in a, in a go-kart, um, you get that physical side of it, which yeah. is a big difference from the sim racing. Yeah, that's definitely true. Even if you get a base shaker and things like that, yeah, yeah, it's I not, hear, it's I hear Rob same. out there cringing, well, I've got my base shaker. It's really I know, that's, that's going to get the job done. done. And it, the thing I told, we went to lunch to, uh, just a little bit ago, and I told Tyler, um, I found myself uh, when I'm in the sim, I, you kind of get locked in, and I felt locked in in the same way, yeah. especially the second time I went out. Yeah. Um, just add the physical element. It was Everything was familiar, but it adds the physical the element, the G-forces, atta- The attack on else. your senses. Right, that you exactly. Don't, in the sim, you get to focus on maybe your mentality of it, and sometimes it makes you do really stupid things, most, most of us. A little bit. More dangerous things, but out here it's like... There's we a consequence. Were, we were nursing, so here at one of the final corners is a... A flat sh- uh, chicane, and we were neither of us taking it. I think you were watching us. Neither of us were taking it flat. I think the first session, no, and hardly in the second session of the yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, self-preservation definitely kicks yeah. in in, in karting. Where you know, in the sim, it doesn't. You know, you do have the reset button. Yep. You know, yeah, you, the consequences aren't. Uh, you know, they, I, I, th- I think they they're just amplified. Yeah, you're, you know, like you're yep. like, well, I actually I want to go to work 
<laughs> yeah, and not hurt. You know, so it's like you, you may go ninety percent instead of hundred. It, yeah. you know, it's it's just a natural reaction. Yeah, I saw Bradley. Bradley spun out in turn two in the first session we went out on, and I had to realize it's not a sim. I can't hit a reset, so I can't arc a break him. Right. <laughs> I had yeah. to actually try to avoid him and not slam into him. Yeah, and I had to realize I had to actually get myself out of that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no reset button. Exactly. There is. Yeah. There's something's going to come lift Bradley off the track and back to to start over <laughs> in the grid. But yeah. uh, it's uh, the thing that lifts Bradley's cart back onto the track is Bradley lifting exactly. his cart right. back onto the track. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there helpless the next time yeah. it happens. Raise both um, hands. But yeah, it's uh, I can see. Uh, we talked to real, real life drivers who the way they would describe it is it's it's a deep hole to dive into. Oh and yeah. What we just said, going from a, being a spectator to simming in a safe space to coming out here and barely or, scratching or safe, the surface or safe space. Yeah. yeah. It's I could find myself. I, I'm gonna want to do this again. That's the, the thing. And, and that that's that's the hook that we look for. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, we yeah. want to get we want to get you out and and uh, like you could we could bring you out and scare the hell out of you. You know, it put yeah. you in something that's too fast or you know too sketchy. Um, but but there's a process to it, and you know, and, and we want people to uh, you know we do want to challenge them. Yeah. But we also want it to be enjoyable. You know, you have to be able to get to the end of it and say um, that was cool. I could do a little better. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's the that's what brings you back. We're saving time to scare him a little bit later today. Though. <laughs> oh God! Ooh, oh, and boy. we, were, yeah, I think we were both thinking that after the first sessions, because I guess we can tell fo- if you can tell folks about the carts that we're in uh, that we've been in so far this morning to kind of paint the picture more knowledgeably, knowledgeably than we probably could right now. Okay, so um, the the motor the guys are running right now is called the LO206. That is the most common um, four cycle motor across the U.S. for club racing. So club racing is not the big national series. Um, it's stuff that happens on a local basis at your local tracks. There are very small tracks. There are big tracks. Um, but this is the most common and affordable motor that's out there. But it is a four-cycle. So that means you're redlining at like 6,200 RPM. So we've got other uh, carts out here, um, particularly the one that we'll see if uh, either of the guys brave <laughs> later on today, <laughs> which is uh, which is called the K100, which is a 100cc two-cycle motor. That mm. Dan, I don't I don't know the, the horsepower off the top of my head. What are we What are we talking in terms of horsepower for the two motors? It's it's about double. Uh, you're going Oof. from a you know eight and a half nine horsepower oh. engine in the in the 206 to uh, probably 17, 17 18 yeah. horsepower sure. range in the in the mm. KA. And I, the big difference too in that is the, the four cycle runs at like said, about, about 6,100 RPM. Uh, the KA can turn uh, 16,000 RPM plus. So, you know, it's it's a different experience. Yeah, and the one to, to show everybody, so everybody that listened to our carting adventure of Bradley and his uh, fuel covered pants oh at boy. GoPro, <laughs> oh uh, these are definitely a little bit above what we had at GoPro. Um, they we walked up to them and we were like oh wow there no it's not yeah, like a bumper car basically. yeah there's not yeah. it's not entirely nerfed yeah uh, yeah, yeah. The huge difference between the two is the weight the weight yeah. in the steering um the tires are going to grip more and the cart weighs less yeah. i mean just it, any, any racer will know <laughs> sim or not yeah <laughs> grippier tires lighter car more fun <laughs> Here it, we go. it feels different it feels good it feels racy uh, and it feels, of course, more physically dangerous than the GoPros. That's true. <laughs> I, I noted uh, at lunch, too, I realized halfway, I don't know why I didn't realize halfway through the last, the second session we did, um, I don't have a seatbelt. There's no seatbelt. Because <laughs> the GoPro, you're strapped in. What we had, you're strapped in. I'm like, 
<laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to fly away. Yeah, think, I don't. think motorcycle. You want to yeah, get ejected. That's true. Yeah, you yeah, get that's ejected. true. You don't want to ride with it. No, no. You, yeah. you, <laughs> <laughs> There's no halo or error that's screen true, yeah. or whatever it might be. <laughs> I, uh, want a, I want a halo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, these things are, are cool, and we're, we're going to see if we build, our save, build ourselves up to something faster or double that and see what we can do. And this, really the thing that, that has been in our minds, and this is kind of – really putting us to the test it's almost like a gut check being out here today is uh, we had talked about and found the endurance karting um so i think you guys at least one or both of you have done endurance karting is that right yeah we did um uh in the past uh we used to race uh, it was called the robopong 200 race it was out at newcastle motorsports park mm-hmm. and uh that was like e- even the third step up from what we have here today so the the tag carts are closer to 30 32 horsepower mm-hmm. and uh what they used to run there was a 200 lap race um and it was about three three and a half hours something like that mm-hmm. and uh it was a it was it was fun it was the best race of the year it was better than all the nationals it was fantastic so you know my my son and i and uh and a bunch of other racers from here did that for years you know we oh, were wow. i think we did it eh, maybe four or five times and unfortunately it's that that event has yeah. Moved, moved to the wayward mm. but um since then th- they've they've com- they've uh, started a 24-hour race for th- for the lo206 class and uh for about two or three years i've been threatening to do it and, <laughs> and every single time i have some sort of conflict with my yeah. other my other work and um <laughs> and this past year we finally got to do it and we took uh we took eight kids from uh, from here nine 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 nine, nine. okay uh, <laughs> It, so everybody was local racers to us here, and uh, and we took them down. And it was it was uh, you know Eric and I, and uh, mostly parents, and um, one or two uh, mechanics that mm. you know that helped. And uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we ran twenty four hour race. Uh, we wow. finished first and second in the pro class, Dang. and uh, and it, it was neat to to be able to take locals you know most of yeah. the kids that never travel anywhere yeah. else i shouldn't even say all kids you know some of the drivers yeah. are in their 20s and um and take them to a bigger stage and just to see how good our local kids are you know yeah. when we put them down there they were fantastic they just <laughs> wow. they, it, it was that that was probably you know winning it was cool it was really exciting for for me to see so many people that grew up in you know in this program up yeah. here to, to take you know take them out in the world and see how they did and they it's were fantastic it's kind of like a team sport like a traveling team sport absolutely <laughs> uh i mean bradley and i are 32 we'd love to, <laughs> we would yeah. to take us we'll, we'll i'll be a local kid, kid. yeah i'll be a local kid. <laughs> but so there, there are two options there there's a 30 and over class oh really oh, and, yeah. and there's okay. a uh, and there's a heavy class I'm in the. I'm in so, both of those classes. So, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. 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 I, will, I will join you. Yeah. And, and our intent this year is to go in all three classes. So there we go. There we go. So you, we can make we can make this happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take practice well, you, very seriously. You forgot yeah. the other class that we're we're mildly interested in, is interested in, oh. which is the the Ironman class. Oh yes. What, what is that? We do it all by yourself. So oh. yes, there there is. Oh, no. There's only been one guy every year that does it. Um, and ironically, he's like 62. Oh my God! Um, it, now, he's granted, a machine. It's wow. he, he's he is <laughs> he's he's ripped out of his <laughs> oh, mind. It'd have to be. Um, but oh. uh, that that also uh, that's been been contemplated. Oh, oh wow! I'd uh, have to hit the gym a little heavier for that one. <laughs> I oh. think I would need an IV attached to me. I, in I've the learned today. I felt like 
I should be faster than Bradley, which I always feel that way in the sim or whatever. I'm, al- I'm always <laughs> but, faster. But I weigh more than him, so I feel like I need to I'm, I need to hit the gym and run and lighten myself up to prep for a karting endurance race. Because I feel like after today for us, it's just a matter of time. Uh, I think with the bug, like it's 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 bit us after today. It already kind of had, but so oh, that's the, awesome. The whole reason I invited you guys out when I started listening to the podcast, and you got, I'd been interested in listening about find something about sim racing, and yeah. I, I found your podcast, and and um, I just was scrolling through trying to find okay, what am I, what episode am I going to jump in on? Yeah. And I think it was Carding Dreams, or Carts, carts yeah. on Fire, Carts on Fire, Carts on Fire, the best episode. I don't ever. know what that means, but I know Carts, <laughs> and uh, we're going to listen to that one. So that's the one I jumped in on, and um, <laughs> after I heard that, and then you know listened to some more episodes and realized. Mm. Hey, they might be in the region, you know, yeah. to, to make this work. I was like, ah, I gotta get them. <laughs> I gotta get them out here. They gotta, they gotta check this out. I think they're gonna love it. It'll be a great experience for them. Yeah, that's and, well, it's right on all counts. And, it, and this, yeah. uh, this worked out perfectly because today uh, we were going to be on the road anyway to Ohio. Obviously, Pittsburgh is kind of on the way for us. Close, yeah. And doing this and then going into two days, three days full of basically car. big yeah. karting big, yeah. yeah i mean indy car uh, the feeder series yeah. Yeah. Su- sub me in if somebody gets hurt sub me in. <laughs> <laughs> you got an alternate yeah you got a backup driver yeah, that's great and, i mean speaking of indy cutting back to what dan said um robo pong um was a was a real unique event not just because of the way the, the setup was and it was endurance for tag carts and those type of things um but uh you also got to, to brush shoulders with with a good bit of IndyCar drivers were out there for oh, wow. for the events. I mean, yeah, Dan it, was Dan was out there. Yeah, it was scheduled hmm. specifically around the IndyCar schedule. And uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park is owned by the Dismore family. Hmm. So Mark Dismore is a former IndyCar driver and IMSA driver, uh, and um, so their their whole goal of that was to have it be a very pro am kind of feel. Hmm. And um, you know, some of some of the most fun you have is you know, yeah. you're lining up with you know, <laughs> alongside Will Power or Joey oh, Newgarden and uh, my wow. actually we did it one year uh, my son uh, co-drove with Alex Tagliani oh, wow. so you know we did that and um, you know and we're pitted right next to Connor Daly and and uh, I can't remember who the other one was was right and, like in it, it they're just they're just go-kart racers yeah at the end of the day that's all they are this, this seems like where a lot i mean almost everybody starts their career their pro career from a young age seems like this is what they do is what it seems like i i'd say you're probably easily at the 80 to 90 percent now there's still that occasional kid that that will um you know jump in straight into uh, skip harbor school or yeah, something like that 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 makes it up but you know like I think uh, eCarding News did it this year. Uh, the Indy 500 field, they had, they did an Indy 500 kart racers field, and it was all 33 drivers, pictures of them in a go kart oh, wow. at some point in time between when they were, you know, five and 20 years old, yeah. and you know there were maybe one or two that didn't race competitively as a kid, and the entire rest of the field was was all, you know, there was pictures of them and in little kid carts like it was out <laughs> earlier, and you know, uh, all the way up through. Uh, the European uh, international yeah. races. Uh, you know, it, it was pretty neat to, to see that. And we've had all ages out here this morning on the on the course. Uh, Bradley, I think Bradley was talking earlier. He was saying to me, it was like if you if we were I don't know eleven or twelve and or got it started in this, I don't think I'd ever play any other like stick or ball sport. I'd be obsessed with yep. progressing through this type of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, one of the other great things about karting you know especially when they're you got little kids in it and those type of things um 
you know, a, a lot of families think of this as, yeah, well, I'm on the road to Indy or I'm on the road to that. Yeah. But um, 90% of the time or significantly more than 90% of the time, um, it's just families out having yeah. a good time together. And that that is the bread and butter of karting across the world, not just in the U.S., not just, you know, at your local local track but everywhere you're having fun with your family you're traveling you're making race race family friends yeah. i mean that that's what it really comes down to that's yeah. that's what we've and noticed in at all yeah, the, that's that's all huge the yeah um i mean you're developing race enthusiasts motorsport enthusiasts too um exp- expanding the sport for yeah. decades it, it's different from like a Maybe in, well, I was going to use Boston, but they're a little sports crazy. I was going to say it's different from like a Red Sox <laughs> fan, like, "Hey man, go, I like to go Sox." Yeah, like this type of thing. You, I don't know. It's different. It's, it's a hard. love for just in, probably, it in general. Yeah, I think everybody not, listening yeah. probably knows what I'm saying without me having to struggle to articulate it. But please don't. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be here for a minute. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I think what you're trying to say is it's you can have a favorite driver or series, but if you like one type of racing, usually you enjoy all of it. You, yeah, yeah, you're going to enjoy watching anybody card on a course like this because you're going to enjoy watching just people trying to figure it out and navigate it and take the corners and and kind of get through it um i kind of want to go back to uh the endurance karting we i, I don't want i want to spend yeah, a little yeah. bit of time on that because uh, was that i think you said was that in new orleans or was that another one that was in new orleans yeah uh i just i'm curious more about that almost for our own research yeah but i'm yeah. sure a lot of our listeners and i know some of the listeners that might some of our co-hosts that are going to listen to this later that aren't here that may travel to try to race with us are probably really curious of how that goes. The because we've already signed them up for it. We've already why. signed them up, Jason, Rob, Patrick. Nice, nice. Um, kind of the the logistics of it. That's what we were we were curious of: is how long does somebody drive? How do you not? How do you stay alive? How do you keep your arms in good shape? So, you know, I think a lot of it. Uh, you know, to answer some of those questions, a, a typical fuel stint is about 40, 45 minutes. Is what we found last year. So the minimum. The minimum run is going to be that, um, but there's a lot to to playing um, how the weather's going to be, uh, which drivers are going to be in at certain times, which drivers excel in certain. You know, it, it, we had certain drivers that were really good at night. Um, you know, so there were a lot of little things that we had to play into, and uh, and it's also charting out. You have to you have to chart in two uh, long pit stops that are mandatory, and how you play all those things and play the. Uh, play the things that pop up because it's yeah. endurance racing and you know we had everything from you know one cart through a clutch to uh you know, chain yeah oh, wow. chain uh, there, there were a number of little things that that we had to overcome uh, at one point our second place cart was 28 laps down oh wow you know and we still came back to you know to, to get that one back in but it let us play to different strengths so we had one driver in that in that cart that did a uh, quadruple stint so you know he spent three hours overnight from about four in the morning until seven in the morning yep you know i mean granted he he did three pit stops but you know so so some people are are you know do that but then there's other ones you you cycle through at certain times that you have to stop it every 45 minutes for fuel if if you're not banking fuel um so that that was a huge fun fun game shout out to rudy if you ever listen um (laughs) calculating your your fuel burn and banking fuel and all those pieces um that becomes a very huge piece of the game um and and planning your stints around that as well yeah yeah that's the strategy part of it's a ball you know because it's it is your 40 to 45 minute window on on pit but you can probably do five minutes longer on fuel every time so 
you know, you, you're looking to play play traffic. You know, you start to run up on the back of the field or whatever, and uh, you know, maybe maybe short pit it and, and just start building up. And that's how we did the long stints with a couple of different drivers where, where we go over a course of three, four hours of banking, a little bit of fuel, a little bit of fuel, a little bit of fuel, and then that, that one driver would be able to stay long. You know, have the thing completely top to the top and uh, hold on, buddy. <laughs> Don't get right. tired. This, I mean, this is music to my ears. Um, for you know, we started in road racing. What I think got us in road racing was the Rolex Twenty Four at Daytona. So endurance racing is what kind of got my and I'm sure Bradley's attention yeah. to this type of racing. Yeah. So then when I racing and in the sim racing world first introduced day night transition, which I remember when they first did that, and then they added the twenty four hour races with driver swaps. That was like, we're we've made it. Right. We're, we're doing endurance. The, yeah, the I'm making coffee at home at one o'clock in the morning as a grown man. <laughs> and you, you've made it. So I so hearing about that, being physically out here, watching your co-drivers go around, the strategy involved. Strategy. I mean, that's, that's the next level from sitting in the recliner at home in between stints. Yeah. Like that sounds exactly what us and probably a lot of people that sim race and endurance race are looking or trying to do. I think I think one of the uh, the differences the, the misery for the crew as opposed to the drivers like yeah. we yeah. we would send our our drivers would get in from a sit in and they'd go back and be like all right you can sleep from now to now. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile Dan and I are on the pit wall literally the entire time, you know, making sure that it it's going the way it needs. Hopefully they come by and at least say appreciate you. Yeah, right. appreciate you. The mo- the moms brought dinner. Oh, there you breakfast, go. Breakfast. There you go. Uh midnight snack. We hit, we we were covered there so yeah they took good care of us they did. Was, the, the, the families were really a lot of fun uh, that that made it that made it uh all the better because everybody was in in some co- yeah. some way shape or form there was everybody that made the trip was contributing in, in some portion and and like you said it, it, it's it is it, it's it's rolex on a smaller scale yeah you know, it's, you're, you're doing the exact same things you're, you're conserving people you're you're taking care of equipment. Your crisis management. Oh wow, <laughs> that's that's the, that's, that's that's really good. <laughs> that, and I think I think honestly, just thinking about i racing and sim racers in general, I I obviously don't have the data to even guess what percentage of i racers actually have ever done real life karting or any type of racing. I would guess probably most of them, if they tried it, if they had the access or came out to their track. Anyone listening, by the way, go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, would probably love it, and the sport karting in particular would grow just from sim racers who want to do the real thing have never really thought about going outside of the rig and outside of the house. That's, well, that <laughs> sounds terrible, but it, it's uh, I would encourage anybody listening who sim races and enjoys it to do this at their local track or at this track. Um, so I mean, that's, that's what my thought is about it. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's, and I, I think you, you're starting to see a lot more of that, that play. I, th- I think the, uh, the first attraction is, uh, sim racers getting out trying the indoor tracks because there's yeah, so yeah, many quality yeah. indoor tracks now and then with the outdoor being the next step after that um just because you, know, you don't have the the weather or anything to deal yeah. with and it, you know 12 months a year it's operating yeah, so, yeah. you know um but that you know the, the interesting thing is i, I bet on the flip side 90 percent of the kart racers have a sim rig at home yeah that's yeah true. yeah so, so they're absolutely they're very you know it, it's a very very heavy uh, participation in sim yeah. racing, if, you know, from the kart racing world. So there'd be like a really open arms kind of thing if you know if, if the sim racers wanted to come back across or come across this way. Um, you know, they they come into a world that would welcome them very yeah. openly because they <laughs> all these all these kids do it, all these yeah. all these parents do it. It's it's 
uh, you know, it, the, the crossover is amazing, I think. You hear, hear that, folks? You hear that? <laughs> and and just, I would say, I've heard somebody describe it. Tell me if this is true. Indoor karting is like top golf, whereas doing this is like going to a golf course and playing golf. Somebody, or I think auto, we, we were like autocross versus yeah. going to yeah. an actor. Somebody described it as that. Like, like that. this is a little bit up from indoor karting. I would say, I would say, I mean, it would have to be. It would have to be. Yeah, I, I think that, I think the, uh, we, right now, we are in an, in a, in a unique time for our region. Um, we have had some indoor karting places come into our region where that have not been around as long as, as pit race and the, the karting that's been here. Um, and during that time, what we found is that it talks to both points, what you were just talking about as and earlier, um, people getting into it. Um, the, the people come out are transitioning from indoor karting. Um, indoor karting is a lot of the lap time racing, you know, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm just like autocross. I'm trying to yeah. nail down, nail down the time. Um, racecraft that usually you're rolling up on someone that's a lot slower you make the pass and you go Um, so there's not a lot of racecraft there and what we're finding is that people are transitioning from okay I'm doing lap times and I'm enjoying driving to okay I want to race people I want to actually be side by side and sim racing is great for that in a a safe way karting is also a great way to get into it and and still be very safe it's um, you know for, for this type of level uh, it's it's something where kids can get out and race, adults can get out and race. It's not the speed isn't too insane where you're yeah. you're seriously risking your your life throwing it in there, um, it, seriously risking your budget sometimes. But yeah, not, yeah. But not, <laughs> Thanks, not your yeah. life equipment. Um, but uh, what we found is that a lot of times it comes down to people not knowing that this exists. Yeah. Um. You know, if people knew, hey, I just need to look for an outdoor karting track and just go there and see what i can do see what i can learn just by going there um that's a huge portion of it and and that's where we're starting to see hey if if they know about it they'll actually start coming out um people that just have general interest in motorsport as a whole so it's kind of a mix of of folks that are obsessed with it like us with with like road racing and then kind of just some people that just want to go fast and have an adrenaline kind of rush and that type of thing seems like yeah, I think that's growing, actually. Uh, like, historically, I'd say most of the people that bought carts up here, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they're buying the cart to come and race. It, you know, th- there's that that idea that that you could have this is just a toy. Yeah. It, it was, it's, that's grown so much recently. You know, it's, like, I don't know if it's the expendable income has is, is grown yeah, lately. I, you know, people still spending their, their COVID <laughs> savings. Um, but there, you know, that that's we've seen so much more of that where, you know, like we kind of look at our at our race day entries and think, man, we should have 120 people you know, yeah. out here for a race day because we have so many people coming up on practice days. Yeah. And, and you realize that there's a lot of guy, a lot of uh, if the kids come, they race yeah. for the most part. But yeah. adults doing this as as, as a is it I'm going to go to the track and play on my cart yeah. instead of going doing a round of golf this afternoon. Right. Yeah. 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 We're seeing that. Absolutely. And almost all those people, you could root them back to indoor. You know, the, those hmm. people, the indoor people are feeding yeah. those people to us in, in a way that I've not ever seen in the oh, 15 wow. years I've been in the business. Uh, so you, I know you guys do, you've, you've been coaching us this morning and kind of will coach people and see people come into this. Uh, does it? Do you see people? Do you ever see even? I mean, from kids up, people come in and just have kind of just have a knack for it, like an innate talent, or do you say it takes takes a while to kind of get to that point? Dan's seen one or two. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty fortunate with that. Um, you know, as far as just like the walk up kind of things, um, yeah, I, you know, there's, I, I do, I probably, over the last 15 years, I've probably put, I don't know, 500 families in the sport, you know, somewhere around there. Um, and, you know, most of them are like, yeah, you guys should do this. It's a lot of fun. And every once in a while, you know, you'll be standing there talking to, you know, to a parent and, and be like, I, I don't know if you have any hobbies, but you have one now. Yeah. You know, like you, you just need whatever it is. Just you got to spend some money because your kid's yeah. fantastic. So, yeah, that, there are some that have it. There's actually a driver that's out here today that uh, I did that with in, in the fall, um, Noah. And uh, he's an indoor kid. Yeah. Came out here with his mom and uh, put him in the cart. And yeah, it's the one going up the hill there right now. Oh, wow. Um, like two laps in, I'm like, is he had instruction? Yeah. She's like, no, we just do indoor. He's, you know, he has fun <laughs> with it. And I'm like, this is amazing. You know, like he's was truly one of the best kids that I've, that I've ever dropped in a cart and within two laps. I'm like, yeah. just start racing. You know, he's, he's really good. Um, but I've had that a lot, everything from, you know, five-year-olds up to adults that have come in and, and, uh, you know, really had something special. Most, you know, most are fine, you know, and, and, and with, a little bit of coaching and whatnot they can be really you know really great racers and have a lot of fun um so you know it's yeah but you do see them <laughs> you do see them and you know and, and i've been fortunate too to to work with a few take them fairly far yeah. one in particular uh, luca mars yeah and uh you know luca i started with when he was um he was five i believe was the first time we put him on track and uh luca we is I didn't do it a whole lot. His grandfather would walk down the front stretch talking to him while he was oh, driving wow. up the track at a couple mile an hour. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure if this is going anywhere. <laughs> you know, 16 right now, and he's running uh, IMSA Pilot Challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it definitely went somewhere. And we, we said hi to him last weekend at Watkins Glen driving the, the Mustang with Nate Stacy. Uh, yeah. We didn't know it. We, we heard about Luca. He was going to be here today, but he's doing some – uh, testing or sim He's testing. He's doing some sim stuff for, with uh, with Ford right now. Yeah, so. and down in Charlotte, I think, or North Carolina. Conc- I think Concord. Concord. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Ford sim. But his co- co-driver, an IMSA Michelin pilot, Nate Stacy, raced uh, has raced some. Not he's not been able to do full time, but he's raced in our iRacing league on Monday nights part time. Yeah, so it's like yeah, what a small a big, world. Big uh, sim racer. Um, but yeah, that that is very. Uh, the reason I asked that, and I'm and I'm just fascinated to have listened to that because. Uh, on the sim side, but really the combination of sim, real, whatever it is. I'm fascinated by, we've been in the sim with like Daniel Murad. Uh, we've been been lucky. I've been in a session with Verstappen and Lando Norris and people like that. I went that. out with Roman. Yeah. Hey. I, I had my lights flashed hey. at me by Tony Kanon once. There you go. <laughs> um, but see, I mean, those guys, some of those guys, they just get into sim. And uh, there are similarities, but I think it is different. And I, I'm... I'm fascinated by the pro sim racers, like the pro road sim racers. They're so good and, and the intensity they have. But then I've seen a video in the past where they put uh, Gregor Hutu and a Skip Barber at, I think, Barber here in America, and he threw up. He got sick. So <laughs> the sim didn't translate to the real <laughs> yeah, world necessarily. Yeah. So I'm fascinated by that that talent that, that gets people to that level, like a Verstappen or somebody in, at the top level of IMSA or WEC or whatever it is. Uh, so it's it's interesting to me to, me to hear that some kids come out and they've just got it to begin with. But then I know some people can be coached and pick it up. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I, and I think racing um, in general, you know, I think it's different than a lot of sports in that, um, y- yeah, you've got the, the truly innately talented people that excel. Um, but you can work very hard at this and make yourself a 
viable factor. Yeah. You know, through hard work, the right connections, uh, money, you know, yeah, helps that's, tremendously. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. But, but there's a difference. You can, you know, money gets, gets you so far, but yeah. rarely ever does it translate into in, into true success. Yeah. Like, like, it'll get you to some really cool places. It'll put you <laughs> in some really cool seats. It's, you're still not going to be for stopping yeah. straight yeah. up on yeah. it. You know, like, you're still, there, there's still a, a line in the sand there. Um, so we're going to try to get into the fast car at some point today. Do you think we Maybe. can, from what you've seen so far, do you think that we can work our way up to that? Uh, do you have faith in uh, us? Will we get hurt? We'll see. We'll Will we see. die? Um, no, I, I don't think you're going to die. I, <laughs> that's I think, extreme. I think it'll... Uh, Carding is safe. I, I think it'll scare you to death. Yeah, or if not, it'll hurt you a little bit. And then you'll be like, ah, I don't yeah. know. See, that's what I... Anymore. We'll be pulling into I, the I told Tyler uh, at lunch, I said, if... I'll get in it and I'll hit it on the straights and I'll just take it easy through the corner. Yeah, <laughs> is that a viable option? It, it is, but w- what what'll happen is, um, like you guys haven't had hot tires yet. Yeah, you, yeah you've yeah. just had warm tires. Yeah. Um, when that thing starts gripping up, you're going to be pulling significantly more G's than Ooh. you will in in these LO two hundred sixes. I don't the, think we've the ever K one hundred. You'll it'll it'll tire you out. Yeah. Oh man. So. Yeah, it's definitely a physical. I'm already you know, physical <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> that's, a, that's that's shocking to me. Wow. I, I want to experience it, if not today, eventually. Yeah, yeah. I'm but not gonna. We don't want to hurt ourselves or the equipment. But no, well, I, I think I think we make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it has to happen. I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I I kind of want to. I, w- I want to see part two, <laughs> part two of this, and, yeah. and and you hear how excited and timid they are about it right yeah, now. But later yeah. on, I want to hear like the oh that might have been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Into the apex from Pittsburgh. What is it? UPMC. <laughs> 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 That's my tease. Uh, as we close out the first half of the show, we're going to have a longer second half from a brewery here in the area, and kind of debrief a little bit on the whole day and and kind of teasing up uh, what what's to come. We've certainly not peaked yet. Hopefully. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to peak too soon. Peak soon. Yeah, we don't want to peak too in anything soon. in life, but certainly not this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I get, we're going to get back to it here at the uh, Pittsburgh International Race Complex. Uh, again, check out uh, before the second half uh, ProCartConcepts.com. Uh, check them out on Facebook and where else are you guys? Are you on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, most of our most of our main communication goes out via Facebook. We have a. a, a the club level racers they're all heavily involved in our facebook groups and stuff like that so yeah facebook is where we get get some pictures of new equipment coming in and and things we have going on so yeah well if uh, you're out there and you want to get into endurance karting like us i think we're gonna we're gonna slow walk our way there continue to slow walk our way there after today uh, check out procartconcepts.com uh, we'll be right back here on the show anywhere more into the apex is coming up setups whether you love them or hate them they're one of the most important elements in sim racing however so many of us don't have time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker The Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season, car, and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. 
All the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will help let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. This episode is also brought to you by the Bad Weather Brewing Company located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout. And some of the best design cans you'll see, by the way. For the full tap list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. Second half time here on Into the Apex. We've migrated away from the track, Pittsburgh International Race Complex, with Dan and Eric from ProCart Concepts. Check out ProCartConcepts.com. And uh, we're now debriefing at the Recon Brewery. Had some food, had some drinks, and uh, continuing to do so. And we're talking racing and karting after a, a full day at the uh, Pittsburgh International Race Complex. Uh, that was a hell of a day. You guys did great. Thank you. <laughs> great. Thank I'll you. take that's, that. That's what we needed right now. That's what we needed that's to exactly hear. Exactly what we needed. Uh, so we we did make our way through the uh, the carts we spent the most time in to the again is K A one hundred K one hundred. Yes. Uh, we didn't end up hurting ourselves. No. Or killing ourselves. <laughs> you um, don't know yet. You haven't woke up tomorrow morning. We are in pain. Oh God. We are in God some does. mild pain from that. Uh, mild. <laughs> mild. <laughs> Our ribs hurt. It hurts to our sides wait, raise hurt. my arms like this. Our legs this. hurt. <laughs> but we did, I mean, I will say, so my first reaction, we'll get reactions from us, I guess, first and foremost. Um, it was uh, a perspective changer to drive that that cart. I mean, both all the carts today, but that particular one was a perspective changer at what, what the carts are capable of that are there. Because we watched, we, wa- we have searched out tons of YouTube videos when we were interested in endurance karting and things like that to try to get an idea of it. And, out, and when we learned about outdoor karting after doing some indoor and um, watching the videos, just like anything, it's one thing, but getting out there and, exp- and feeling the physicality of it, uh, I found myself having, and this is not to turn anybody off of it, but I found myself having my breath taken away uh, with Literally. some of the corners. Literally. Downhill, sharp corners, without a rib protector, and even with it, it was, uh, it was physical. 
Very physical. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's what a lot of people don't don't grasp, not just in karting, but in racing as a whole. I think uh, I think people think, well, they're just sitting in a seat all day. Right. Um, they don't factor in temperature. They don't factor that they're yeah. in a race suit. They got a helmet on. Um, they're not getting a lot of airflow to their body. Yeah. And then the G's are just assaulting them. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, so in the faster cart. Uh, that was obviously after a full day of racing in a little bit slower carts, but I, that was still physically exhausting. Still, oh yeah. Um, and there was a moment uh, before you checkered flagged me, uh, going through this that particular. <laughs> I forget. I was think it was ten. The downhill. The downhill bend. Yes, yeah. the I downhill told you bend. Ten was a great turn. Yes. Um, <laughs> in the faster cart, I would hit that. I would break fairly deep. I was getting to where I could break almost at the cone, turn in, and just feel my whole body just wanting to just come out of the cart. <laughs> and there was a moment towards the end before you flagged me where I, f- I f- could not hold my neck and my body straight. That was and in the I fast just, one, right? Yeah, and I realized, one. like, I'm doing this the whole time, and I thought, I need to come in right now. Like, this is a problem. So you almost and I kept going. You I kept going. Punched, you almost punched out. I did, but I kept going. So <laughs> Almost. Uh, so uh, two questions. Or question and statement. Statement, <laughs> I'm glad you made it to that point. Yes. Because um, yeah, yeah. I was hoping you guys would, would push yourselves to that point. Um, but th- then the second one. Bradley, how was the immersion? So the view in my from my eyes in real life, it yeah. was as it was as though it was in virtual reality. <laughs> but it was reality, so I, I I feel like I'm breaking into the matrix. Rea- reality is subpar compared to virtual reality for these pricks. Um, <laughs> I could see my own hands instead of somebody yeah, else's no, hands yeah. as my hands. That's my steering wheel that I'm looking yeah. at. <laughs> it's be- it's almost better. I think I did see Bradley holding both hands up with gloves. Like, are these my hands? I'm looking at. <laughs> I, I think that's because his hands were sore. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. I wish they I were think virtual. You both, hands. you both did enough laps to yeah. uh, to get some sore hands from that. So, oh, so yeah. we did the one uh, the, before we switched to the fastest cart. We Bradley and I were out there for what did we say? Twenty two laps. Yeah. yeah. We were out there so long that I came up on uh, one of the kids in their carts, uh, which was obviously smaller. That's a light. That's a strong way to say kids that were faster than oh they us. were fa- i let one of them by yeah. um but i came up on one and i was we had been out there so long i was so fatigued really but i was just f- trying to flow with it i was thinking for a moment there had been i was like did i miss the checkered flag am i out here with like am i in the ball pit with the kids <laughs> should <laughs> am i like over my limit right now so i, was, I almost pitted in because of that then we got checkered flag uh, but that was a moment <laughs> for me because i was i was zeroed in and in that session, that long session is where I think each of us got our personal best. Ended yes. up being a 108 and change, closer to a 109, but technically 108. Uh, uh, but I was flowing so much with that, I felt like Max Verstappen on a Q3 hot lap. I was focused. <laughs> I was seeing our timer on the on the uh, wheel flashing best lap, and uh, I was just in the zone. I was taking some of the advice that you guys had given us through the day and kind of putting it all together, and I was like, Finally, I'm getting like I felt good. I felt like I was a pro. Obviously, I'm not just one day, <laughs> but uh, that feeling I mean, that's what keeps us all coming back to any form of racing, whether it's this or sim or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's what you, you you're always looking for that. Um, you know, e- even if you're not racing, just getting out on a practice day, you know, you, you're looking for that. You know, can I do a little bit better? You know, like, can I push yeah. myself a little further? Where can I find that extra speed? Um, yeah, it was really fun to watch, especially that, you know. Like you guys mentioned, that twenty-two lap stint, mm-hmm. um, you could see where where the point where you guys settled down, yeah, you know, and, and, yeah, and just, absolutely. You know, the body's relaxed, and yep. then you started cracking off laps. You were know, watching them on the stopwatch, and like, like they're you guys were within a tenth of each other yeah. consistently. And then That's when true. you looked at at the data afterwards, I think one of you did 
your top three or four laps within twelve hundreds of each yeah. other. We yeah. were really and, close and to the it. other yes. one was like sixteen hundreds. Like it like they were it wasn't like you threw one flyer down. You got yeah. one lucky lap. Like y- you worked up and and I think uh, I think I saw one of you where your fast lap was eighteen laps into a twenty two yeah, laps. That was yeah. me I think. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was yeah it was I think it was just that. You're very tense. Mm-hmm. Uh I I think it was it was I think it was Andretti indoor karting at uh atlanta before petit Le Mans, we we all got together and we did that and uh i was so not relaxed that my leg cramped because i was just pushing the throttle like if i pushed it harder it would go faster so it was all about kind of that relaxation to me yeah well that that's i think that that also is a huge differentiator between what we can what we can accommodate with people and what what you get whenever you go to a go-kart park or yeah, I yeah. put that in quotes <laughs> yeah. when, you do, when you go to a go-kart park or when you you do an indoor you're you're really limited in in the amount of time that you get to spend with someone yeah. going over things with people discussing what you're doing on track so i think that makes a drastic difference i think that makes a drastic difference in in how you apply yourselves and getting more comfortable in any type of racing scenario, not uh, yeah. karting, you know, in this specific instance, but being able to, to spend time and discuss it with someone and get feedback from more experienced parties. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Today was, I mean, today was an outstanding experience. Um, we've been talking a bit, uh, here over dinner, um, trying to get into endurance karting. I feel like it's a, ma- it's just a foregone conclusion for us, but the coaching that you guys gave us today and the advice, I mean, I feel like as, a person who's into racing, trying to get there through the sim and through any means we can, just clawing away at it. Uh, we've come out of this whole day better at any of it that we do than we came into it. Uh, and, and I think a big part of it is we really didn't even scratch the surface with yeah. where we can help you guys. You know, we, we have a, a you know fairly sophisticated data logger on there, and you know if we had a, a second day, you know to get get out there and work, you know we'd we'd be able to, to you know roll some base some baseline stuff for you. Uh, we can put Tristan in the same cart and, and you know, go out and get, uh, you know, some lap times from our current points leader at the track, oh, wow. you know, and then sit you guys down and, and say, look, you know, I, I mean, 12 feet more here. You know, we need <laughs> yeah. brakes up. You know, yeah. like, we want you back on 12, you know, <laughs> five cart lengths earlier, whatever yeah. it is. But, you know, all those tools are there. And, you know, it really it's not a first day kind of thing because there's so much of just getting settled. But the, the amount – the amount that we could pull out of you guys, yeah, you know, yeah. given the opportunity, uh, is, is pretty crazy. So. Yeah, the I mean, the bravery I guess it takes, and especially in the fastest court, but both of them, they were we kind of set out and we, we did a track walk first part of the day and kind of looked at braking zones. And I was like, okay, yeah, great, well, I'll go do that. And then I get out there and I'm like, I see the zone that you showed us. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know if I, I think I'm going to spin if I break yep. there. It was yep. there was, and you were pointing out to it that to us in our coaching was we were hesitating. And I think the b- biggest thing for us as we went through the day is we kind of stopped hesitating in some places, maybe not all places. Right. And in the fastest cart, uh, you made me feel better, Eric. You were telling me that there. I asked you, are there places in this cart that I should still go flat out? And you said you can, but you won't. And I sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not in yeah. one day. At least not in one no, day. You, and that yeah. was that was a valid you point. You wouldn't get there in one day. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And specifically, specifically, what Tyler's talking about there is, I said, I know these. I know they love their sim racing endurance and everything. And I said, we are not on a fuel saving run. Please, <laughs> That's right. please That's stop right. lifting and coasting. We don't. We don't need to save fuel right now. Um, that you know that was a huge portion. Um, but it, you know that's that's the intro day. That is the day where 
um, you learn you're you're still trying to find your breaking point, and yeah. you're trying to find your turn in point, and you're trying to find your throttle on point, um, yeah. and all of those things while linked, they're separate things. Yeah. And trying to fi- figure out all of those pieces at the same time is is not uh, not a day one thing. Um, but no, it, it, it was it was awesome to see. Um, I, I was interested to see who was going to accelerate more. Yeah. That to me at the beginning of the day, I w- I just wanted to see who who would <laughs> grab it quicker. And what I thought was super cool is is you both stepped up at almost the exact same yeah. pace. Yeah. I, I would say you both yeah because initial difference to final difference, you guys were were within the exact same window. Yeah. So yeah, you both stepped up at the exact same pace, which I think I think that goes towards sim racing in general. Yeah. You know, if you are familiar with racing and what you need to be doing um you know you, you pick up on those cues you're, you're going to make the 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 entry level yeah. advancements very quickly the language yeah. is familiar some of the concepts are familiar and right, i think right. i think we can this is an experiment for us right because that's that's where what we've put the most hours in a lot a lot of hours over the last few years and um that's what we lacked was the physicality yeah i mean because uh, otherwise getting your body beat up a little bit yeah, and otherwise there's a lot of things you'd have to teach somebody. I mean, for example, the f- what the flags mean if you're coming straight <laughs> well, from without get, racing. If you want to come down to it, yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, and, or a basic racing line, which yeah. is still that's a struggle for me. Is picking the right line um, in some of the corners today was a struggle, and not hitting the same corner the same way twice. Going in too hot for me was the problem. Yes, nobody got the meatball today. Nope, so that we didn't. Good. Oh, that's good. We didn't destroy any equipment today. No equipment was destroyed. That is the, that's what we achieved. Came no out to carts achieve. were harmed in the taping <laughs> of this segment. <laughs> I saw some spins. I, I spun a couple times. I did spin. Ran into it, the it always it alarms you when you spin. You're like, oh, oh, it does. oh, this is not the sim. You take it a little easy the next two laps. Yeah, after I that. definitely was a little ginger through there. It's like, ah. But I think, because you told us at 1.2, another good bit of, of advice was uh, push it a little bit further than you think. And if you run a little wide, you can let off, you can break or whatever. But pu- try to push it and see if it'll it'll give back to you through some of those sections. Yeah, and with karting, that's I think I think one of the the major differences you get you get guys that go out and in in SCCA racing, you know, and they they just want to start out and they've got their car and they've got those you know those type of things and those tools. Um, cars are not forgiving and the speeds are significantly higher. Um, in karts, your runoff is still very large. Yeah, and you can go into a turn. And you can outbreak yourself, and you can spin it, and the cart's the cart's going to stop within, in, in most cases. In most cases, <laughs> we saw we saw one hit a wall today, but it wasn't that hard. Yeah, it's going to yeah. it's going to stop within five yeah. or six feet off of the off yeah. the track, um, and that's that is is huge because you can push the limit and start finding boundaries, especially with little kids. Yeah. Um, with the little kids, it it's it's real great. You can teach them young, push hard, find your limit. And then work from there, yeah. um, and th- that's that's where karting really really helps you accelerate in, yeah. in your learning of, of pushing it. Kind of getting the the baseline because that's how we started today. We kind of I started today and, and really at GoPro as well. Um, first lap we spun out. Yeah. First lap. Second lap. First lap. But I, I picked it up the way I do a new track in the sim, which was I go so slow. Which today it was only if nobody was too behind us. I didn't go super slow, but in the sim I almost like walk it. Uh, but you know, just starting slow and ramping it up, gaining the courage, more courage, more courage. Uh, spin it a couple times in certain places. Uh, and through the spins, I learned I needed that kind of bop on the nose or that shot collar. 
uh, to the system. <laughs> uh, that little scare, physical yeah, scare that we don't get in the sound. So that I finally learned breaking a, a damn straight line. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to break too late while you're turning the wheel yeah. and turn 10. It doesn't work. And that's so yeah, just learning the fit, learning it with physical repercussions. So w- good. I say that, that's probably actually one of the probably the biggest adjustments. You know, we see it the same thing with uh, guys coming from cars, you know, mm-hmm. to the carts, and and guys coming out of sim did the exact same thing. You know, it's you're so used to trail braking, you're so used to, yeah. um, you know, doing the things that yeah. that make a car go fast, and they're they're the basics are intrinsically opposite yeah. in, in the cart. Uh, just like you said, breaking a straight line. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got know, bit the, the by that twice yeah. in, a, in the fa- one of the fastest places out there. Yep. Because what I was trying to do was good. We had some good things from my racing and some racing, some bad things. The bad yeah. thing was I'm too used to that virtual GT3 ABS and just diving into the corner yep. and making getting some kind of advantage. And I was mentally I was in that place, which is an interesting thing. Yeah, sim racers. That's something. We're well, trying to get rotation, but you got a lot it's more different. rotation it's than so you wanted. Different. It's so different. A lot more, a whole uh, lot more than you bargained for. Yeah, <laughs> and you were t- uh, you guys were telling us uh, about kind of sitting up straight. So I was I found myself in the course of that noticing my posture, uh, noticing pressing against the sides. That was a whole. I never knew that at all after before today. That yep. was new to me. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. You in karting, uh, I mean, in the sim. It, it's more exaggerated than in a car, but you know you're clearly the the pointer, you know. Or the we got fireworks in the distance. They knew we were here. Yeah, I folks. know. It's uh, I mean, just the Fourth of July. Is it's just a Thursday night in Pittsburgh, I guess. That's, that's we do this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just blowing I, I shit up in Pittsburgh. To the stadium that they, everything. Yeah, you know, they catch a, a foul ball, and I swear they said fireworks. Oh man, off, so. <laughs> I don't know what the occasion yeah, is, but we're here for it. <laughs> but yeah, rotate or uh, posture in the cart. That was that was new to me today. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, I guess one of the questions I have for you guys. So okay. you know, we had we had discussed this. Has been discussed for a while um, before you guys came up. So what were what were some of the biggest differences from expectation versus reality for you guys getting out today? Uh, like you know, obviously you know racing lines. You understand yeah. the the concept of when to be on gas and how to roll through, try to carry speed through corners and that stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, beyond that, what, what was the expectation versus reality biggest differences for you all? I, I think for me, I've, I've commented a bit, and uh, I don't mean it to be a turnoff because I th- think there's ways to adjust to it and condition yourself. But to me, I was through some of the fast corners to get the most out of it. When, like when I turned those best laps, I was really gu- really on the throttle the way you guys were teaching us, early braking, slow in and fast out kind of thing. Uh, but in some of those really tight, there was the one, turn 10 here at, at, at Pittsburgh, uh, it's downhill, left to right. So my left side was getting thrown in that, like really yep. pushed into the yep. left side. And there was a period towards the end of the, especially the long stint, uh, where every time I went through there, if you had a mic in my helmet, you'd hear like, a, ah. like it was pushing <laughs> the breath out of me. So that, like the physicality of, there comes a point where I'm like, do I need to come in? And that's then that's, right, yeah. that's a same gut place. Check. That's, that's a gut the check same place. Yeah. yeah, same place. I had that feeling, about my, and I. I didn't make a noise because I'm not that weak, <laughs> but I felt <coughs> I, that particular corner. I felt like I was the cart was going and my body was just yeah. like this. There, there were so through that I was able on, on at times to kind of mentally slow down and hopefully I think the sim does that because you're not being attacked as much in your senses. Right. So I was like think, think, think. So then I adjusted my posture. I remembered what you said about the posture, and then I was like, am I breathing or am I not breathing? Because it's easy to hold your breath when it's so new. So then I was like. 
<sighs> taking breaths in the helmet. I'm like, what am I? What can I do to change this? Because if this were an endurance karting event and everybody was relying on me, I've got to push through this somehow. Right. Or I'm coming in and unexpectedly or something. It's a long, so that all that, menta- that mentality, thinking about that, I was like, man, I'd, I've done so many endurance races in the sim, but this is a whole new level of things that I have well, to think about. And you know that goes with what uh, David Perel told us when we talked to him. Uh, the sim trains you Mentally. about the emotional aspect of, of being in the racing, but in def- the race. Definitely not the not physical. Not the physical at definitely all. Not the Maybe a little bit of this, but not so much. You're, Turning yeah. the wheel. My but, hands uh, are tired. Yeah. That's about all the sim. But, uh, a DD wheel is going to do. Right. But the emotion of, like, b- of being behind a slower cart and trying to overtake or figure out where you're going to go very much the same for me. Yeah. You hear that, Bruce? No bass shaker. It, yep. doesn't, yeah. it doesn't do it. Yeah. Nope. Rob, get. Or Rob, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, you turn that bass shaker off. It's just, it's just a toy. <laughs> oh, we just lost Rob. No, oh, boy. Didn't. Rob will never leave us. Uh, I think. Ro- well, Rob, we've been sending Rob some videos and photos today, and and he just is hates us basically. Yeah. He's like FOMO, absolute FOMO. Well, he was going to drive 16 hours to Watkins Glen and decided not to, and now we're doing this without him as well. He missed out. He did. He did. We're going to get Rob to Pittsburgh and train him up. Absolutely, bring him down. Um, <laughs> so my answer to that question, um, I don't know. Actually, that his answer. You do was, if you think about Tyler's it. answer was was pretty good. Um, well, thank you. Something I didn't expect, uh, or something that surprised me. Um, I don't know. I I did not expect to come in totally confident, and I did not come in confident. I was <laughs> I was surprised. Um, so I got behind a slower cart, um, and it was a kid in a cart who was certainly much more talented than me. That's I would true. guess. I would guess. Um, yeah, I agree. I was. I'm surprised at how I was uncomfortable tra- even trying to overtake. Um, I did not feel. Like I would have the control I would need, and in, in something like in from the sim, I would I would dive right in. If I was an LMP one, I'd I would be that obnoxious person. That he would, would be, just a, pick the he wrong would be place. a murderer. Yes, I would pick the wrong place and just him. push push it. But knowing that I was on the line, he was on the line. Equipment's there. I did not do it. I I actually slowed down and built a gap and just kept racing. Like, nope. Bradley, metaphorically, you were the LMP one there. I was, was, just yeah. so you know. Like, yeah. I know. I was much faster. You were technically definitely faster. the LMP yeah. one. There. Yeah. And but I was think I was thinking the whole time. These guys are watching me, going, "What? The, what is he doing?" No, but that, that that's <laughs> correct. And 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 you know that that's something that you'll never you won't ever get that in the sim. Yeah. You know you'll never get the uh, the healthy respect for that driver's equipment. Yes. The healthy respect for that driver's health. Yep. The the self preservation for, yeah. for yourself and your equipment. Um, you don't you you don't get that in the sim, and and that's one of those those higher level experience things that you just don't get in, in sim racing, and 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 that's why karting exists. That's there right. you go. I was just I was you, you, that was exactly what I was going to say. What's that, like what's that website again? Procartconcepts.com. <laughs> there you go. I, I mean, on all ser- oh more fireworks. They knew exactly when we were we were there ready to cue that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean that's I mean that's my takeaway. Like yeah. overall, a takeaway is uh, this is only the beginning for this type of thing for us because this. I mean, doing the rental carts at GoPro, that, I mean, that was great. Uh, but seeing the different types of carts, seeing the people that were out there today in that karting paddock, uh, spending the day out there with their carts and practicing and tuning, like that is it's everything we try to recreate in the virtual part at that budget level. Um, it's everything we're trying to reach that, I mean, obviously, it's more attainable than getting a, a Lamborghini customer car, but I'm sure more, still a big investment. Yeah, and, and I think it was a really neat um, cross section that you guys got to experience today. Yeah. You know, there was everything from, uh, you know, a six-year-old out there yeah. in his second time in a cart ever, 
to, um, you know, some experienced kids that were, you know, at, at the end of the day, they, they were they were fast, but they yeah. were, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. Um, and, and then you had uh, some really neat junior families. You, you yeah. had uh, the Noah and his mom yeah. working yep. together out there. Uh, you know, that that's really cool to see that family aspect. And, and then all the way up through, you know, uh, senior racers yeah. were out there, just rolled, you know, came up, rolled their, rolled yeah. their cart <laughs> out of the back of their pickup truck and, you know, came out, pounded out some laps and then went back to work. You know, like, yeah. it was a really neat cross section of people today. And I, I'd like to say that, you know, we really put a lot of effort in to make sure you get to experience that, but it was just blind luck. Hey, <laughs> we're happy for that. And that's, yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was a, it's, it's a cool place to be, to be around uh, a carting paddock. Yeah, and just see all the different all the different, different setups, stuff out there. Yeah, the uh, the trailers, the hookups, the generators. I mean, easy ups. You feel like you're in, like in the paddock. that version of Carding's version of the IMSA paddock or the SRO paddock. I mean, it's so a paddock. It's the same. Yeah, paddock's a paddock. Yeah, it's a, it's a community. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt that says that paddock's a paddock. That's our next paddock's merch paddock. right there. That's, That's the name of this merch. episode. Paddock's a paddock. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'll put it in the description. How about? How about uh, What's the opposite of carts on fire? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So Bradley had no no uh, gas spillage. no gasoline on his crotch, nor would it, if he did, would he have any kind of uh, free. Well, you know, I never told you guys. I you probably yeah. heard on the show uh, that we did, but the reason I didn't bring the car in, even though I'm covered in gasoline, soaked all the way through, is I would have lost time on the track. So I sacrificed my body for track time. <laughs> so that earns me something. I don't know what at this point. <laughs> Two free races, according it, to GoPro. It, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> We're glad you didn't catch on fire. <laughs> I know. It's calculated risk. <laughs> the things we do for racing. That's exactly. True. You, you uh, push through it. Um, but, yeah, today has been absolutely incredible. Um, it's difficult. I mean, we've kind of summed it up in mass, but it's. I feel like, again, we've learned a lot. Things that I'll take back to the sim and just mentally, different mentalities ways I'll look at it. Um, I feel like we get that when we, even when we spectate races at IMSA, I always kind of talk about that. It's like, it's like you're doing a track walk from the side and you go back to the sim and you're looking at those tracks different, like Watkins Glen or Mid-Ohio. And today it's like getting out there and, and doing the inputs physically. I'm, I'm going to take that back to the sim, which at the moment is our main playing ground. Hopefully maybe a little more at some point. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to take some, take a lot back and, I feel like be faster overall, just better to the extent that we are racing drivers better than when we came in. Great. I mean, that was that was the goal. I mean, um, you know, after after hearing the podcast, hearing your passion for for sim racing and then hearing the excitement you guys had for kart racing, that was that was instantly when I thought, oh, we got we (laughs) got to we got to make this work. We got to get these guys in here. Um, They're going to have they're going to have a blast. They're going to learn a lot. They're going to be able to 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 reach people, you know. While we may be based in the Pittsburgh area, you know there, there are car tracks across the country, and they they need support. They need yeah. um, fans that just want to get out into motorsport and and go out try karting, and, and, and you can you can really develop a lot of friendships, a lot of fun. Very similar to sim racing. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the exact same aspect. It's, it's you guys were talking today. I mean, if you have a, a young kid that has interest in racing. You can b- go out there and try to be the next Luca Mars, Max Verstappen, uh, Daniel Murad, but you can also just go out and have fun as a family in racing and as a family overall, just like going to, to play softball or baseball, but with a lot more adrenaline, a whole lot more adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. We can testify to that. Oh, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> little little soreness. Sure little person. soreness. Wool condition. I'm I'm going on a diet for endurance. Oh Speaking boy. of, do you guys have any endurance plans or any major competition plans for that Procart Concepts is supporting this year, or that the Pittsburgh community is going to be at? Um, yeah, we support the the club series that that's here at Pit Race. It's a ten race series, and uh, and we'd obviously participate in any traveling series that come to our track. Mm. Uh, you know, I'd say down the road, we're probably going to expand on that a little bit more, you know, get out of some regional racing and whatnot. Mm. Uh, but we still have a, a, our eyes on a few, you know, we certainly want to go back and defend the 24 hour race. Oh, yes. you know, that, that's, that's our ultimate goal. And uh, the really interesting part about that right now is the group that hosts that, uh, that event is talking about a little bit of expansion and uh, in, we th- we think they did such a phenomenal job. If there's any way we can support whatever races they put on, in addition to the 24, yeah, uh, you know we'd we'd be in you know first in line at registration for that one. So. It's that the New Orleans race has tempted has got my attention. That's th- this PKC awesome. Mad Sim Racing. Yes, and PKC into the apex. Oh, oh boy! Stay tuned. Stay tuned, uh, guys. It's been a blast today. I, I can't I can't really put it into words. Um, our, our community grows, and I, I think our racing friendship and family community grows into Pittsburgh in a big way today. Cheers, everybody. Yeah, we – cheers. Cheers. Right. It might We're actually – Near yeah, empty glass. Actually, <laughs> cheers. It's closing time. I've, I wish I had closing time. Uh, <laughs> it is actually closing time is. where we're at. Uh, Procartconcepts.com. Uh, Dan and Eric, thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we'll have to have you guys on if we don't travel this way and cross paths. We'll have to have you guys on remotely on the Absolutely. show, especially Absolutely. with uh, NOLA if we aren't there. We'll get you guys on from there and see how it's going. Sounds great. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us on this special edition on the road in Pittsburgh, Friend of the Apex. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at intotheapex.com. 